Week five gave us a little bit of everything this week. We had shootouts. We had low scoring games that we weren't quite expecting. Some breakout performances, some injuries. And of course, we had another test for Patrick Mahomes that he passed, maybe didn't pass. We're going to talk about all of that and more. Get your waiver wire heroes going into week six. Let's get into it and let's run up the score. You're listening to Run Up the Score, a fantasy football podcast. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to Run Up the Score. It's Donald here with Scott. Hey, Donald. And in spirit, Tom. Tom is now in Scotland. Yes, my the voice journey continues is, for the Rolling Stone. My voice is also only here in spirit. Uh, my body just decided to kick me into puberty for, for a day, <laughs> which was cool. That should uh, make for an interesting episode. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna muscle through this. Uh, if you're listening to this now, Drew Brees just became the NFL's all-time leading passer on some absolutely incredible defense by Washington. Oh yeah, just a just, just a great play. I really, wide open walk in. I literally believe that they let him score. Yeah, I mean, play. they were like, "Oh, he got broke the record. Might as well let him break it on a touchdown." Like, who cares? I mean, uh, I doubt that that's what happened, but it yeah. sure looked no. like it. Yeah, um, <laughs> a very interesting week, as uh, as I mentioned in the cold open. Uh, but as always, a week that was just full of losers. I look around at us. You know what I see? Losers. So let's get into our losers of the week now. We attempted to record this episode last night, and there were some issues with recording and Tom trying to Skype in. Right. Uh, so we do want to mention that Tom's loser of the week was Brandon Cooks. It was a great uh, pick. <laughs> puts up a bagel. Yeah. Leaves the game with a concussion. Um, fortunately, on Monday, he's uh, looking symptom-free, yep. which is a good thing. Uh, so we'll just have to monitor that as we go forward. Yeah, but he kills you, you know, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Um, just a brutal game. He, The one target that he gets, he gets planted into the ground yeah. on a pretty nasty hit. It was a really scary one, too. His arms went all stiff. And, and yeah. you know, luckily it seems like he's okay. He walked off the field. So yeah. it seems like he's going to play this week. Yeah. But you got to monitor that one for sure. His counterpart, Cooper Cup, we also have to keep an eye on. He, Cooper Cup also leaves that game with a concussion, although he was able to put up a good fantasy day and a touchdown uh, before yeah, he he's exited. Been amazing. Uh, Scott, you're a loser of the week. Yeah, Mason Crosby. I mean, the biggest loser performance of the year so far, and maybe of the year that yeah. we will see. He leaves 11 points on the board for a game that they lose, I believe, by eight. Just brutal. Rodgers was so dejected. Like, yeah, everyone knew he was going to miss as soon as he walked out of the yep. field, and he just kept missing. Yeah. It was painful yeah. to watch. I can't even imagine how it felt for Crosby, but. You know, obviously in fantasy, this was killer. He could have had like a almost a twenty point game. And you got to keep it. You have to keep in mind too. This was an indoor game. This it wasn't like they were out in the elements of Lambeau. Yeah. Like this was in Detroit's Dome Stadium, and the dude just yipped out. And that's basically the reason the Packers lost. Yes, they were in position on almost every single drive to score uh, against the Lions, and it like. They lost because of the loser of the week, Mason Crosby. Of the year. This might be yeah. the loser of the year performance. For sure. Um, I'm going with the Tennessee Titans. How you play against the worst team in the league by far, the most inconsistent team in the league by far, and not have a single 
main offensive weapon put up a good fantasy day is beyond my understanding. They didn't even score a touchdown against this team. They're horrible for abs- fantasy. So I guess you can consider Ryan Suckup, but I mean, this is like... He's their best player. Yeah, he's their and best he player. Actually, like, I would like to go on to like uh, a site and do like a filtering system where I just had the Tennessee Titans players. Yeah. He's probably their fantasy leading scorer. Yeah, absolutely. Like, And that's just obviously yeah. pathetic. Right. But uh, yeah, they're, they're horrible. And I think it's kind of a trend. There's just like a lot of teams that like I wouldn't play anybody on. Like, yeah, absolutely. It's and they played one of them this week in the Buffalo Bills at yeah. this point, um, which we'll get to in the uh, in the uh, recap of the slate. I'm actually trying to figure out if I can get you that uh, that Titans breakdown, Scott. So I'm going to keep. Going. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to keep that going and hopefully have it for you uh, by the time we break down that okay. game uh, in the 15 seconds it's going to take. To break down that game. Uh, yeah, right. Uh, but any, at any rate, uh, let's get to the guys who are going to replace those losers on your roster, hopefully, with our waiver wire heroes of the week. We've got a lot of wide receivers that you may have let go of, a lot of wide receivers that you're now just hearing of for the first time. Yeah, it but, was an, actually a pretty big week. Uh, yeah. There were some guys emerging, um, some guys falling, which makes the emergence of other players all the more important. Oh, like yeah. we could, I guess we could start with Jay Ajay, tears his ACL. Right, yeah, that's crazy. Done for the year, came back and played on it in that game, so pretty crazy stuff. But uh, he's done, and I don't know. I mean, Clement's been battling a quad injury. Sproles is still banged up. I think I think uh, Smallwood is actually the pickup. He's I mean, looked it's, really effective. It looks like he is, and we were we were going to talk about this yesterday, even regardless of the Jai news, which came down uh, Monday afternoon. But I I completely agree. I actually was going to pose this to you, Scott. I had a guy reach out to me, and he says, I'm in a fab league. Like, Should I just blow it all on Wendell Smallwood? And I didn't really know how to answer him because, of course, it's a very um, situation-by-situation basis that, yeah, we, for that sure. we look at these things. But, I mean... Yeah, I would I would blow a lot of money to get Wendell Smallwood right now. Yeah, I would have no problem spending, you know, a large amount of money on him, especially if I was really desperate for running backs. You know, a couple of my leagues I have like uh two guys with the same bye week too, so like that comes into play where it would be really nice to have somebody shored in in oh, this yeah. short term that's like definitely gonna get touches that you can go in there and start. He's looked really effective when he's played and uh I think he's a really good ad. I think he might yeah. be the number one ad of the week. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I like that a lot. Uh, we'll stick with running back because we got two older guys now who have been in the fantasy picture for many years, and we thought they might be fading out, but they're still there. And we'll start, of course, with a guy we already mentioned last week, Frank Gore. Yeah, Gore has another great week, and he's just he keeps getting touches. He's not going anywhere. And like Tom said last week, if this was you know Kalen Bellage or someone a little more sexy than Frank Gore, he would be owned already. Yeah, so exactly. You know, I mean, especially like a twelve man league, he should be owned. Right for sure. Um, we'll go now to Legarrette Blunt. A, a pair of one yard touchdown runs. Carry on, Johnson shareholders must be furious at this guy, but we're not because. We understand that this was why the Lions brought him in. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to sign LeGarrette Blunt, you're going to run him on the one-yard line. And, you know, it's the same situation as the guy we were just last talking about where, like, he's not going to be able to escape him. No matter how much sense it seems like it might, you know, might make on Johnson and Kenyon Drake both look like incredible athletes out of the backfield. But for whatever reason, these guys are not going anywhere. So, you know... 
optimism for the other guys is just you can wash that away. This is the reality. Right, exactly. Uh, we'll go to another guy that we mentioned last week. And actually, Scott, you kind of brought him up just as like a deep guy. But now we're saying he's rosterable. Uh, Jalen Richard. And I agree, by the way. I think he is rosterable at this point because he, he and uh, Marshawn Lynch seem to be the two guys who the Raiders yeah. are going to work with at running back. Martin and uh, DeAndre Washington are basically phased out at this point. Yeah, I mean, game script is going to dictate it, you know? And uh, when Jalen Richard is in a game where Oakland is losing and they need to throw a lot, he's going to get involved. Oh, yeah. And he's shown that in all those games this year. Um, and the good thing is is that the Raiders are going to lose a lot of football games. Yeah, and it looks like, like it. they're going to start losing pretty early. And if that happens, it's going to be a lot of Richard. Catching those little dump downs and and skirting around out there and getting yep. ten yards out of pop and you know in full PPR leagues he's gotten double digits three out of five weeks. There you go, exactly. That's a great way to look at it. Um, Latavius Murray at this point, any format he should be rostered because it just seems like Dalvin Cook and his health are not a bankable fantasy asset going forward. No, and it's crazy to me that. Um, the Vikings run like their run offensive line with like running the ball has been horrible. And last yeah. year they were really good. They're not running the ball at all. So I think Latavius Murray is a fine ad, and I agree with you. He should be owned everywhere. But you know, and all the guys not, that we which is why we're bringing him up. All the guys that we've brought up already, I would take over Latavius Murray. Yeah, yeah. Um, Chris Carson, Mike Davis. It looks like they're going to be the two backs out of uh, Seattle. Rashad Penny, active for yesterday's game, did not receive a carry and did not receive a target. So he put up a bagel for yeah. you. He's droppable. And the Seahawks are going to apparently they're going to try and go a little more run heavy. So it you can like see it. these guys actually being utilized in a way that they can both start. Again, I think they're. I think that uh, Mike Davis is more of a deep league ad. And Carson, you already drafted. So if you still have him, just hold on to him. Absolutely. And you know, kind of ride it out but yeah, hold on for dear life i think both of them you know their value is going to be you know only reaching a high point when, yeah. if one of them gets hurt right uh let's go to one more running back we've got uh and we also have a fullback this week which is awesome yeah uh, but alfred blue lamar miller with a chest injury he's pretty banged up right now yeah uh active but didn't receive a, any touches last night against the cowboys so Listen, yeah, and we didn't bring up Alfred Morris either, too. Oh, so Alfred both Morris, yeah. Alfreds. Um, yeah, I mean, as Tom would say, you know, um, he'd be shocked to know that I didn't play Alfred Blue anywhere. Yeah, and normally when uh, Lamar Miller's out, I play Alfred Blue somewhere. Yeah, it's he's a, your it's, favorite. Yeah, I love playing him. So you know, he had to make the sheet. He has a great game. Obviously, it was a volume dependent game, but you know that's what you get from the Texans yeah. running back. So if Lamar Miller is you know ineffective and not going to play, right? Obviously. Alfred Blue is a great ad. And then moving on to and Alfred Morris. And you could start him once in a blue moon. Yeah. So. <laughs> and then um, moving on to Alfred Morris, you know, that's another volume ad. Yeah. Because Breida looks like he's going to miss at least this week. He's pretty doubtful for this week. But it was only a yeah. sprained ankle, so it shouldn't be like more than two or three weeks, I would hope. Um, that means Alfred Morris just soaking up volume as the 49ers just try to struggle through games. Yeah. I mean, this is, you know, this is a number one overall pick contender yeah front runner even if you want to call too, it because there was a lot of optimism going really into the was, year yeah um and then kyle yuschek will be there as well if brita doesn't go i mean kyle yuschek had seven catches in the second half against uh bethard loves throwing the ball to running back yeah it's his favorite thing by far and you know i guess he's just not willing to, to cut it loose really yeah because he just will not throw the ball deep and that means amazing things for yuschek who i think 
in the Shanahan offense, you know, they're running out of options, and right. he's actually a pretty unique weapon. Yeah. So I could see his usage starting to, you know, go up and oh, up. Oh, yeah. All right, we got a ton of receivers to get to. Uh, let's start with Chester Rogers. He had a really good first half uh, Thursday night against the Patriots. Didn't have such a good second half. He actually dropped what would have been a, a, a yeah. touchdown. He had the potential for what would have been an awesome yeah. game, but still had an awesome game. Yeah, he still did. caught eight balls for 65 yards on 11 targets. I mean, if T.Y. Hilton's not going to play, and it's not looking too good for him. No. I mean, there's, I mean, there hasn't been much news that came out this week yet, but um, it's not looking too good for him. So if that's the case, Rodgers is going to slot right into that volume. What's yeah. a little tricky this week is that the Colts play the Jets. Yeah. So it might not be as big of a pass volume game for luck right and we will for sure have an update for you on ty hilton's health on thursday's week six preview episode oh i will be checking it every yeah. five minutes yep week six preview just sounded dirty when i said it just now Ugh, that's crazy. yeah that's too far you're right uh but let's talk about your boy on green bay scott marquez oh. valdez scantling mvs what, what a great a game yeah what a great game yeah um he comes in and gets 11 targets turns it into seven catches for like 80 yards and a touchdown Really had an awesome game. Um, yeah, I was talking. You know, when we were talking before the episode, uh, I, I used him in uh, DraftKings in my lineup. He was thirty three hundred dollars. That's perfect. I think that might really be the cheapest player that I've ever played. Right. And he turns in a game. He gets like almost twenty points. It was incredible. And uh, you know, if these guys are hurt, we've been saying it the whole year. I plum picked Ronald Allison for a very simple reason: the second receiver or third receiver in the Packers' offense. As long as you can run the routes and as long as you are healthy, right. you can produce. And MVS showed that. Right, for sure. And I, and I really like him going forward too because Cobb just cannot stay on the field. And Allison, he's been there for four years now. Yeah, he's just never really done anything to show that he's a standout on that. I offense. think his targets are out there for the taking. For if someone sure. can go take them, yeah. and I mean, he took a Valdez Scantling took a big step. Yeah, uh, here's a guy who took a big step towards getting more targets. Robbie Anderson. Oh my God! Finally, a finally time, the breakthrough. A big time man catch Monday candidate on his second touchdown. The first one was just a burner. Yeah, on a touchdown. And he which just we love soaked to see from up him. the celebration yeah. on the first one. Robbie gets his money's worth every time he scores. Yeah, he, that you gotta love. And especially that about him. this year, you know, his first one doesn't come until week five, and he's barely gotten the ball. So yeah. you knew once he got in there, he was gonna make a scene of it. Obviously, we were pumped for him. You know. We knew that this was possible. He's yeah. an incredible deep threat. We and, love. Uh, we we wanted it to happen because we just knew. That and he's I think that just they just haven't taken the reins off of Darnold yet enough. No, but it shows like if he can just throw the ball deep, okay. Right. Robbie Anderson yeah. is back, baby. Yeah, and that's all you need to see. Quincy and Noon was targets go way down in this game. Yep, and I think that's because Darnold is starting to try to take some more shots toward the outside. Yeah, and if that is the case, like I said. Robbie Anderson can burn anybody. Yes. Speaking of deep touchdowns, Christian Kirk. Back to back solid weeks with Josh Rosen at the helm. Yeah. I like what Christian Kirk's putting together right now. First play, he hits a long one yeah. to Kirk. Tom and you know, stacked those two in, in the same draft right, contest right. that you mentioned. Yeah, that's I'm right. I'm sure he would have wanted us to say that. Yeah, yeah, he did. And um and it worked out for the first play. I mean, Rosen unfortunately didn't pan out too much, but um, you know, this is going to be a growing relationship. So I think it's, this is a good speculative yeah. ad at receiver. Unfortunately, I think there's some, you know, these options that we're going through right now are right. like, like you can pick some of these guys up and start them next week. So yeah. like, I don't know if he has that appeal, but down the, down the road, yeah. I think he definitely has some serious Absolutely. potential. Uh, let's talk about David Moore from the Seahawks. 
two touchdowns. So if you get two touchdowns, you know you're the on the rule. waiver wire hero list. That's Eddie Jackson got on there from two touchdowns from the Bears last year. Yes. I was thinking about that. Like, did we ever miss anybody? And I thought it could have been him. And then and I Eddie went back. Jackson plays safety, by the way. Yeah, just and so I looked clear. back and listened to the to the episode, and we did include him. So, yeah. so we if you throw, if you score two touchdowns, you get you're on up. the sheet. So. This is this means nothing to yeah. me really, but um, you know, just keep his name in mind in case yeah. he goes out there and scores another. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we'll go to Kiki Kute, who scored against uh, the the Cowboys last night. He's had ten plus targets in the last two games, soaking up targets. The Texans are really really bad, and their run offense is horrible. So it seems like they're going to have to throw the ball a lot. Yeah. They're going to have to throw the ball deep. They're going to have to throw the ball short a lot, though, I'll too. And though. I think that's where Kiki QT, I believe, oh, is, that's is right. how it's We've been saying his name QT is time. such a weird uh, pronunciation for the way it's spelled. But um, I think he's the guy who benefits because he'll just catch those underneath passes. Yeah. Kind of like how when Joe Mixon was hurt from the Bengals, you saw Tyler Boyd catch all those underneath passes. Now with the Texans' run offense just being like – hurt basically yeah. <laughs> they're going to the short passing game so i think qt right. is a uh, a great ad yeah and i mean deshaun watson is the number four quarterback in fantasy right now yeah and like, you know he's there's points to be had yeah and guy. will fuller you know obviously soft tissue injury guy yep. he's dealing with one it seems like right now he didn't really have a good uh showing this sunday night so who knows right um we'll go now to pierre garcon ton of targets uh Looks like he might be yeah. putting it, putting it back together, which is awesome to see. Um, I was off of him um, he going saw 12 into this season in this game. Yeah, and if Marquise Goodwin is going to continue to have issues, and they're not going to rush him back because this season is already lost. I think Marquise Goodwin, the Niners, I, I, like you can shut him down for the year because yeah. with Bethard, he's not going to throw the ball effectively down the field. No, so Goodwin's pretty much done. Yeah, but um, I think Garcon can live in those. You An know, interesting prop bet for the rest of this year is: Does Marquise Goodwin score a touchdown? Yeah, that is very a very interesting problem. I would say yeah. no that he doesn't. Yeah, but um, interesting. Garcon might not either. Yeah, but <laughs> in full PPR, if you're getting 12 targets, you know you're going to get some consideration from us. Of course, they're going to be losing a lot, and uh, you know he gets open. He's got good hands. Yeah, I like it. All right, uh, Mohamed Sanu. He is one of two receivers who on the Atlanta Falcons knows how to score a touchdown. <laughs> and yes. The other one is not Julio Jones either. So yeah, that's how it's going so far for the Falcons. I the mean, one it's just, is four. You know, Ridley had his explosion, and now the offense is kind of settling back into what we expected, where Sanu is getting, you know, that great usage that he got last year. Uh, He's been killing it over the last three weeks, where he scored in two of them, and I think the other one he had 100 yards. So he's been on fire. And uh, this offense is amazing because they have no choice. They have to score points to try and keep up because they can't play any defense. Matt Ryan, currently QB2, by the way. Yeah, you know, he could, and that's going to. Uh, that's going to continue because they have no choice but to throw the ball yep. all game long against yeah. everybody. Yeah. Um, we'll go now. One last wide receiver to get to before we couple up a guy uh, with his tight end, actually. Cam Meredith. Uh, he's playing very well on Monday night right now. Yeah. The way that we saw him in that in the uh, first half for the Saints, we were like, we got to talk about this guy. Yeah. Second receiver in the uh, Saints offense, you know, always get yep. some good usage. Uh, Ted Ginn out. And, you know, Ted Ginn's never been, we've said all the time. Yeah. You know, he can easily have his role taken away, right. especially if Meredith looks as good as he does tonight. Yeah. Um, there are two guys that we need to monitor. Josh Reynolds, the wide receiver, and Garrett Everett from the Rams. These yes. two guys are going to have an uptick in value only if Cooks and Cooper Cup are out for the Rams um, in week six. But yeah. those are the two names to look for. Personally, I want Reynolds. I want to make. Yeah. A cl- I want to pick up Reynolds as a free agent, not as a waiver wire pickup. I like that. 
before I want to pick up ever. And I think that you'll be able to do that yeah. because um, the, it looks like these guys are going to play. Uh, Cup and Cooks. Every all the signs are pointing toward like you know yeah they both got their bells rung and they did get a concussion but they like basically got into the early steps of the protocol right. after the game you yeah. know so they're they're showing good progress which which would wipe these two off the board yeah. but if either one of the receivers is out Josh Reynolds is a fine play and yeah. if both of them are out someone else has to go out and play receiver and it's yeah. probably going to be Everett <laughs> because that's what he kind of did in the second half yeah. of that game. Um, Austin Hooper. Sure, why not, was the headline from Roto World. Nine catches for 77 yards against the Steelers. I do think, I think part that's of that the is most shocking the tight end line of the year. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. I like it. That's, it was a crazy one. And, uh, you know, it just goes to show in this Falcons offense, like I was just saying for Mohamed Sanu, I would couple these two together. They're both going to see targets and opportunity. Yeah. He could see crazy targets like this in a week because yeah. maybe they see something in the game plan and then they have to throw the ball 60 times. Right. So instead of throwing it 30 times and he sees five targets, they throw it 60 times and he sees 10 or 12 yeah. or whatever he saw. <laughs> yeah. And it was just like insane. Right. Uh, David and Joku, it's back to back weeks now that he's been featured with Baker Mayfield at quarterback. Baker likes in Joku. Yeah. It's real. You gotta you you need to have him rostered. Um I don't mind him. I'm I think Baker likes fantasy end by the, the way this week. I think Baker's a fantasy guy. Of course he is. Because he peppers Jarvis. So if he's ever played fantasy, he knows. Yeah. That's what you do with Jarvis. You pepper him with targets. Right. And he's getting his tight end involved, you know? Like he yeah. he knows the fantasy world needs a, t- a reliable tight oh, end. Yeah. He's like, "I got you on the tight end. I got you on the WR1. Yep. I got high scoring touchdowns too." So, he's yeah. he's doing it all for us right now. First win as a starter for Baker Mayfield on Sunday. So, congratulations to my plum pick rookie from episode one of season two yeah hopefully he you know i think he's he's been you know a good like leader but yeah. he hasn't had the stats yet he'll get there yeah i think so too uh but we save this guy for last because cam gets his dog back soon again greg olson moving around pretty well he was p- padded practice this week yeah yeah i mean he's coming back this week blowing my mind yeah like i thought he broke his well, foot well no it was the same injury that he had so okay. apparently it was just like all they had to do was like tighten the screws in his foot yeah, and then he had to, you know, deal with the whatever pain management kind of comes along with that, which I, I would assume would is pretty. Never severe. be able to handle the amount of pain it takes to play. But um, yeah, I just I just picked him up in the league last yeah. week because you know I I started reading the uh, articles and got excited. Yeah. Tight end is so barren right it's now. It's awful, and I get that. You know, he's looked pretty bad the past couple weeks. But if you have an open roster spot, just add him and just hope for the best. Right. I would say, absolutely. like he could easily be awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Their offense looked great. Yeah. Let us get to the slate now. Uh, we've got uh, Colts-Patriots. Interesting game. Patriots controlled it for much of the much of the game. Colts kind of The Colts' pass volume is just insane right yeah. now. Like, I would almost start any receiver that they're starting. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're just going to throw the ball so much that, yeah. like, even, like, Ryan Grant, Chester Rogers, all these guys, like, they're almost guaranteed to catch the ball at right. least five times yeah. because they have to throw it that much. They do. And Eric Ebron's a hero. Right I was about now. to say, is Eric Ebron real? He's a hero right now. And yeah. it doesn't even matter if he's good. No. It, all that matters is his target volume. He's getting targeted more than any tight end in the NFL, it seems like. Besides Except maybe, maybe Jared Ertz. Kirk. Jared Cook, too. Jared Cook and Zach, yeah. I mean, Zach Ertz um, getting the all-time peppering, too. Yeah. But, um, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, um, for the Patriots. Colts receivers in. For the Patriots, I think James White and Sony Michelle are going to be startable. Yeah, to for all the, the other the uh, people who trusted the process with uh, Sony Michelle, you're getting rewarded handsomely. You just love I to see I think you're going to be rewarded for the rest of the year. I'm starting to think that like he's going to be – like he might really finish as the RB1 that I hoped and prayed that he would. But uh, it's just the game script's lining up so well for him that um, we were talking pre-show, and it was like – I was talking about tra- trading David Johnson in a package that, like, I was getting back Sony Michelle. Yeah, and we were like really just logically thinking about it, saying like, okay, David Johnson's only getting like two or three targets and like twenty carries in the Cardinals' offense. Yeah, it's the same workload Sony Michelle's getting in the Patriots' yeah. offense. So I think I was like almost convinced myself I'd rather have Michelle than David Johnson. And I was like, okay, maybe I need to calm down, or maybe <laughs> I don't. Maybe you don't. Maybe you don't. I don't know. I can't tell you that right now. Um, but either way, Sony Michelle looks good. He looks great. Yeah. Um, for also for the Patriots, is Josh Gordon real? Um, I mean, what, what a catch! You know, this is Josh Gordon. Yeah. That's, that's if that is Josh Gordon in a nutshell. Yeah. The the beautiful, amazing play. But is it that real? wins you over? You know, and then yeah. who knows? But then. Does he play next week? Is it real? <laughs> yeah, but you know, you know me. I'll never, I'll never believe. But uh, you know, I don't blame you if you do. Yeah. I really don't because it was incredible. Yeah. Uh, Titans Bills. Lashawn McCoy had a good bounce back game. Congratulations to those of you who are patient enough to start him. The Ryan end. suck up. Yeah. Falcon Steelers. We told you to start everybody, and for the most part, I think it worked. Besides Vance McDonald, but and yeah, and Julio not having a catch until the fourth quarter was absolutely brutal. To all the uh, you know heavy James Conner owners out there like myself, he treats you with yeah. You know, I don't. We don't know the situation. What's going to happen with Le'Veon Bell in Week Seven? But right. Week Seven looms. Yes. And Week Five, he threw down a nice monster for you. He so did. if he, you know, if he goes into fantasy irrelevance in two weeks, at least he gifted you with probably a, a week winning performance right. across any format yes um yeah that's that's pretty much all i got from from this game it was a fun game uh yeah the falcons looked pretty bad expected this final score to be closer but i mean yeah exactly i yeah. thought i actually thought the falcons might win that oh game. i did want to bring I this up wrong matt ryan currently qb2 yeah you Overall did just player before. three. Oh, i did <laughs> yeah oh yeah. sorry um broncos jets I literally have no idea what to make of this Jets game. I think I'm just going to chalk it up and say it was weird. Sometimes the Jets go out there Crowell, and stun people. Crowell gets 230 total yards and two touchdowns. And, Robbie Anderson catches two touchdowns. And Powell went over 100 total yards and Terrell Pryor was almost man catch Monday this I week. I mean, he had an amazing touchdown. It was nuts. It was I, mean, nuts. I mean, the Jets have done this twice this year already where they've just showed up and balled out out yeah. of nowhere. And they do this. Like, they beat the Jags last year. Yeah, I know people don't exactly. remember that, but the Jets beat the Jags last year. When they can establish their run like this, you know, if any team can just run it down your throat like they did, they're going to beat you. They're going to beat you. Right. And that's what happened in this game. You For know. the Broncos, though, all three receivers get peppered. Yeah. I mean, and it was well, a Philip Lindsay week. It was a great It was a great game script for all those guys. Yeah, great game like, script for Philip Lindsay's not get, coming out for Royce Freeman in obvious no. throw situations, and those receivers are just going to get peppered. Yep. It was nice to see DT get that garbage touchdown but at least it was nice to see yeah. him try yeah exactly <laughs> um jags chiefs we shut down Mahomes, and i think for the most part it was merited he didn't give you a qb one week for the first time all season cry about it he did rush in he did rush in a touchdown through for 300 yards the chiefs beat the jags 
I mean, TJ Yeldon is a guaranteed starter while Leonard Fournette's out. Oh, that's my God. pretty much all yeah. I have. I mean, he's like borderline RB one matchup proof. Yeah, he's been awesome. Yeah, um, garbage time Bortles too, looking oh great. Bortles is a top ten quarterback again. Bortles garbage time hero again. Yeah. Like Rushing it's so crazy that like, in the last even quarter. in these these seasons, you know, where they've changed their culture and they like actually run the ball heavy and win. Like he still goes out there and has these crazy games. Yeah, where he throws for four hundred yards. Runs in a touchdown right. and has you know like an almost thirty point performance for yeah. you. It's just unbelievable. You just love to see. Always it. pulls through for you. Always, 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 always. It was it's tough incredible. to tell with these Jags receivers still, and it's going to be all yeah. year. Right. Like the the targets were really spread out, even though you know Bortles threw sixty times, but they were really all spread out all yeah. over the place. So yeah, it's a mess over there. It is. It is a bit of a mess. Packers Lions. I mean, we've said we've we beat the Crosby stuff to a pulp. Kenny Galladay is real. Oh my God! He's four so for ninety eight in a tud. Man catch Marvin gets his man catch Monday for the year. Only one uh, catch, but what a catch! Yeah, by he, got, he made the most out of that one. Yeah, that was um, one of the best catches all year. Yeah, good game for Stafford. Tough game for Carry On Johnson shareholders again. Carry On pretty much gets them down the field a bunch, and then Blunt yeah. runs into one yard tuds. Uh, just a brutal week. You and Tom, I, I I'm in awe of how on the money you guys were about Devontae Adams. I mean, he very clearly was not that hurt. No. Nine for 140 in a tud, just reminding you why you drafted him as potentially a no, a threat to be the number one overall wide receiver. He had an amazing week this they week. They bubble-wrapped him once the other two were definitely not going to play. Right. It's just you can't risk him out there in practice if – he even, you know, if he stubs his toe at his house, they probably just tell him to stay home and ice it. <laughs> it's like he is way too valuable to this offense right now. Yeah. And, I mean, there's just no way that they were going to risk him. I knew that there was no doubt in that. And, uh, you know, he is so good. Yeah, he's awesome. He is, he so, is so, so, so good. good. It's all, it's, he's really awesome to watch. Yeah. Great um, route runner, man. Yeah, a bad game script for the Packers' backfield, so you can take whatever they did, all three of those it running really backs, and throw it out. It really too, because like, they've been getting pounded on the ground, the, the yeah. Lions, and you know they didn't even really get – Aaron Jones never really got that chance that we were yeah. hoping he got. Right. Um, Ravens-Browns, terrible game. Awful. Awful game. The team that scored the lone touchdown of the game, at least that was the team that won. Yeah, great. Baker Mayfield threw a touchdown to Rashard Higgins. Right. Can we please? Can I convince you at all to get Joe Flacco the hell out of there and get Lamar Jackson as a starter in Baltimore? I wish, man. I really do wish, but it's if not th- now. Then when? I, when I Joe Flacco's contract's it. done, I really think that's the only time that that's they're going to do it. And like they're they're playing. They had a horrible, horrible game this week, but they were actually playing pretty well. Other than that, yeah. So I mean. At this point, I, th- I know I feel like they have to stick with him, but I agree with you. Some yeah. of these games are just going to be painful because yeah. he is bad. He's awful. Um, and that's pretty much it for this game. I mean, the game was terrible. Yeah, it was awful. I, uh, Jarvis and, and Njoku. Yeah. That's really – they got a ton of targets, yep. thank God. Giants-Panthers was a much better game. Giants made a great comeback. We got the Odell blow-up game, which yeah. was awesome to see. He the, throws a touchdown to Saquon in what might be the coolest play of the entire the season. The most fun fantasy play of the year, yeah. no doubt. Odell to Saquon yeah. for a 50-yard touchdown yeah. pass. It's just like you yeah. read that on your phone. You're like, what? Yeah. You know, like yeah. My brain exploded so just we, thinking of the possibilities. Right. So we stream Red Zone, which puts it on, a, on a, about a 30-second delay. 
and we, we've been trying to keep it a spoiler-free household when we uh, watch. Tough. How could you not react yeah, to erupt that one? once you see that yeah, on your that phone? That was it so was, cool. Yeah. So, so cool. And seeing the replay of it was even better. Christian McCaffrey in this game also gets his first touchdown of the year. He he's looked so great good. again. I mean, he's an RB1. Yeah, he's a yardage monster. Yeah. We and just we've had this pegged all offseason. He's a yardage monster, and he throws in the you know a couple receptions here and there. And if he starts throwing in touchdowns steadily, look out. He's gonna yeah. finish as a top five running back. Exactly. Right now, I think he's like I feel like he's on a path to be a lock for a top ten. When you look at this the standings now, he might not even be in it, but he keep in mind he already had his bye week. Yeah. So exactly. he's gonna keep gaining ground on yep. everyone when they lose that week. Yeah. Um for uh, Dolphins Bengals, Joe Mixon comes back, and you wouldn't have even thought that he was injured the way that he played. An unbelievable catch in the red zone to really seal that game for the Bengals. They also got a defensive touchdown after that. But even still, just an awesome play for Mixon. And it was nice He's because so good all year. He was running into some tough fronts too. Like he didn't start out on fire. No. But he loosened them up and then really started hitting some big runs. He hit that 30 yard run and then he caught like, you know, that 15, 20 yard pass for the touchdown. And he looks so good. He's great. I you know, they compared him to Le'Veon when he came in and it was like, I mean, come on, you know, how yeah. could you compare anyone to him? But after watching him at his peak this year. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. Um, we'll move on now. Raiders, Chargers, uh, Phil. Phillip Rivers. Top five quarter. I think he's the sixth quarterback right now. He is just on an unbelievable pace. One under 20-point week, and yeah. it was against the Rams, and he had 17. Yeah. Uh, he's been incredible. Yeah, just so good. And you got him whenever you wanted. Yeah. That's the Again. beauty of it. Like, you're getting him whenever you want. You're saving... You know, so many rounds on like Aaron Rodgers, who's number 10 right now, yeah. five guys ahead of him. And 10 rounds later, you could have got Phillip Rivers. Yep. That's what we were trying to say at the beginning of the year. And in this offense, Phil is going to sustain. Yeah. It's, there's not a question of will he. He's going to. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Melvin Gordon looked great. Eckler scored again as well. Great cut um, on that touchdown yeah. run. Those two have combined for 200 yards and it, and 1.8 touchdowns per game this year. It's just they're awesome. You can use them both. Yeah. You really can, oh, especially yeah, with awesome. bye weeks coming up. Eckler can be a guy who saves your team in Full bye weeks. Full PPR, Eckler's awesome. Yeah. Uh, for the Raiders, Carr, just an unbelievable completion percentage. And Still a great completion percentage, but really not doing much with it. No. He's throwing a lot of picks, too. But especially also because, like, Derek Carr has turned into – or, sorry, Amari Cooper's turned into this year's T.Y. Hilton. If he's playing against a good corner, you can't play him. If but he like plays he against a busts decent even harder than Ty Hilton did. Yeah, like even Ty would get you like three for fifty. Yeah. He's getting you zeros and yeah. like one catch caught his only target for ten yards. I mean, come on, it's ridiculous. That's ridiculous, man. It's horrible. Yeah, just absolutely crazy. Um, Cardinals Niners. David Johnson gets two tuds. Uh, they were both short, but yep. he's getting you there. They're still not using him. Anywhere near to his potential. Yeah, in the it's time. To, it's time to move on about thinking that he's just gonna be this pass catching back like yeah. that you really want him to be. He's not gonna get seven or eight targets a game. No, it's just not just, gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. As much as we wanted to, as much as we may be screaming for it to, as much as Bruce Arians is 
you know, screaming from the booth right now, like, yeah. feed David Johnson. What are you doing? He's going to come out of retirement. Just so he can, like, <laughs> I feel like he's so, David Johnson he has to be right so track. angry, yeah. right? Like, like, what's going on? Because yeah. their offense was, even when it had bad quarterbacks, it was still dynamic. Yeah. And uh, it just looks like a shell of it, what it was. Yeah. So it's horrible for David Johnson. Right. Like I said, I think I might even have, I might even take Sony Michelle over him. Yeah. Uh, for the Niners, we mentioned uh, Kittles looked great. All yeah, year. The Iowa I mean, connection, baby. Hawkeyes for yeah, life. We really hit on him. <laughs> um, you know, we'll have to monitor Breed it, but again, he's already listed as doubtful for this week. I don't and I think they play late. Uh they uh, play Monday night. You yeah. Get, so you can't play him. If you unless you pick up Morris. Right. You know, if you have Morris, then you can just, you know, play whichever one is, is healthy or whatever. Right. But um yeah, yeah it's not looking it's not looking too good for him. Just really tough. Yeah. Vikings, Eagles, great. You could pick up Juszczyk too, yeah. I guess, and hold him on Monday yeah. night. Uh, Vikings Eagles was a great game. Adam Thielen continues to be the best player in the league. Stephon Diggs back to back weeks with ten catches. Those two are unstoppable. They're great. They're, They're so good. And yeah, Kirk Cousins is a good quarterback. But like, I mean, Keenum did it with them. Yeah, he lit the world on fire with them. Yeah, and I think that these two are just you know these are two. They're of, perfect for each other. These are too. two. I think standalone. These are still two of the top like ten receivers in the league. Yeah, absolutely. Like, they're that good. Oh yeah, and they make each other better. They you know they avoid getting this crazy cut co- these crazy coverage combinations because of the other one. Right. You know it makes them so available. Stefan Diggs, you see him just eating underneath yeah. in this game too, which he rarely does. No, he's so, a, usually a, a, a middle to deep guy. Yeah. So. So now he's just, you know, soaking yeah. up short targets. He does it all. Thielen yeah. does it all. These guys are just yeah. incredible. You love it. And it's nice because what's great is that they don't even run the ball anymore. Yeah. They've just given up on it. And, they you know, they give Rudolph his couple targets, and then the rest of them are just – it's just digs, Thielen, digs, Thielen, right. digs, Thielen, yeah. all game Crazy. long. It's, it's beautiful. It's fantasy heaven if you yeah. if you have them. Oh, yeah. Um, we'll go to um, the Eagles now. We were going to mention Smallwood even before Ajay tore his ACL. And so now he's like, I think to me, I think he's the number one waiver wire pickup. I, I of mean, the week. I don't, I don't hate it. He's been really. What's What's a little scary is he hasn't gotten a ton of touches in any one game. The most carries I think he got was like ten, but he's been really efficient. Yeah, which makes you think he's got to get more. Of course. And with Clement banged up and Sproles banged up, probably not going to play Sproles again. You got to think it's it's Smallwood's turn. Yeah. Absolutely. So if he sees, you know, 10 to 15 touches in this offense, you may not see that on the waiver wire again for this year. No. So yeah, that's exactly. why we were saying, you know, if you got to bid a lot, you know, if you have the number one claim, use it on him. Yeah, for sure. Um, for the Rams and Seahawks, it's the Chris Carson, Mike Davis show for Seattle. Yep. Doug Baldwin absolutely tanked you if you started him. One catch for one yard, and it was in the first quarter. Brutal. It was awful. Just a disappearing act. They only threw the ball 20 times, so... Maybe that has something to do with it. Maybe he's really not fully healthy yet, and they're just getting him out there, using him as a decoy until after the bye where he can get right, and then they can start to implement him back into the way that he was used because they're not using him in the same way. Right. And it's just it's annoying. Yeah, it's, really <laughs> it's flat it's out very, annoying. Very annoying, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> for the Rams, uh, we talked about Reynolds. We talked about Everett, uh, but that's only if either Coop's Coops, Coops, <laughs> Coops, Cups, Coops or Cooks can't go. Yeah, so you gotta save that. There you go. Um, but I mean, yeah, it's just it's it's kind of like a dart throw. But hey, Robert Woods currently the only healthy guy. A great guy to look at. He's in, been on fire yeah, too. He's man. been great. That guy picks up steam like no one else. Yeah, it's like, crazy. He is like a Ferrari yeah. out there. He gets from him. zero to sixty better than anyone. Yeah, 
He doesn't do anything like super great. He just does everything good. Yeah, everything. That's all I can ever say about Bob Woods. Yep. I love him. Uh, Cowboys, Texans. Uh, Dak throws a touchdown late. Deshaun Watson gives you another 21-point performance. He's up to QB four now. I I think... I think these. I think you know it's going to be ugly, but it's going to be like a Bortles ugly where yes. he's going to get you your points. You're just yes. going to be like, why doesn't Deshaun Watson have like 50 a game? Yes, because and he I also think you did nailed it last it. year. I think the Bortles description nailed it. Yeah, like he's just going to be scrambling for his life too because their line's terrible. Oh my god, they're awful. Yeah, they're bad. They're real bad. And he take he you know he took a lot of sacks in that game. A lot of them, you know, there was just nothing he can even do. He's, no, yeah. As soon as he puts his arm back, he's getting crushed. But, you know, that just means he's going to have these six- and seven-yard carries, and then they start yeah. to add up and add up, like Tom always says. And he has that rushing capability. He yeah. already has the touchdown capability with great receivers, too. So I agree with you. I think he's a lock QB1. Yeah. And like, But for the reasons you said, like he might have a horrible first half and then Bortles out and in the second half. Matter, yeah. Who cares? Um, yeah, and, you know, it's funny because, like, there were so many points that they left on the field. They Like, uh, Kaime Fairbairn had three field goals from inside the 10 last night. Yeah. Because they just couldn't punch it in in goal-to-go situations. So, if they even just get that figured out a little bit better, it's even more points on the board for, for Watson. Yeah. And eventually, you got to think that they're going to get a rushing touchdown from one of their running backs. Because right <laughs> now, it's just Alfred Blue week one and Deshaun Watson. I know. It's, it's crazy. bad. Their, their offensive line is really bad. And, you know, a lot of people don't want to talk about that, the offensive line, but it really matters a lot. And you can tell when a team really yeah. has a bad one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, we've got one more game going right now. The Saints and, and uh, Washington are in the second half. Saints are currently up 33 to 10, 13. Well, he just threw his third touchdown. He's over 300 yards now. Uh, Tredavious White has two tuds, which is awesome. Yeah. And. There you go. He's got two tuds. He's on the board. Yeah, yeah. You um, had it. Nice that you snuck no, him sorry. in. Traquan Smith. Traquan Smith. Traquan yeah, Smith. that was Travis White. Traquan yeah, Smith. Smith. Uh, take a look at him because he's he was a rookie getting a lot of buzz in Saints camp are just as well. walking the ball down the field. Oh, of course they are. It's yeah, insane. it's incredible. Uh, Mark Ingram also back with two tuds as well. Yeah, which is just painful for people who have Alvin Kamara. Yeah, like Kamara's having, having a tough podcast. game right now, but you know, all it takes is you one. You just never know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jordan Reed also without a catch in this game right now with 10 minutes left to go in the third. Yeah, he, he might get some garbage time uh, receptions, but uh, we shall see. Yeah. Uh, we will see everybody on Wednesday, or sorry, on Thursday for the week six preview. This is... I. I'm really upset about the fact that it's already week six. Yeah, this is painful. it's really weird. Like, like we got to hold on to the rest of this this season for dear life. It seems like, uh, but anyway, hopefully Tom comes back with a nice uh, Scotland story. Hopefully too. my voice comes back too. Uh, but if yeah, not, nice. Tom will definitely be back on Wednesday. Uh, we will see everybody Thursday. Then. Thursday said it did it again. Uh, make sure you check out Man Catch Monday again. It was Man Catch Marvin, but you already knew that because we posted it on Monday uh, on Instagram. Straight flexing. Woo! At Ruts FF. We're on Twitter at Ruts FF. Hit Tom up about his trip uh, at Hillier FF. And you can also uh, hit Scott up at Wags FF. I'm at Why So Serious. We will see everybody on Thursday. I got it right this time. There you go. Third time's a charm. Keep scoring. Anyway.